everyone. This is the All Kidding Aside podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Bartelsi, and this is a very special episode because I'm recording it from Edinburgh, where I currently just finished my show. And I'm sitting here with the wonderful Sharon Jones, who came to see my show. Sharon Jones is a critic reviewer from Scott's Gay. And we met a couple days ago at sort of an industry event, and I was talking to her about my podcast, and she was interested in coming and being on it, and she's super thrilled because it's her first podcast. So welcome, Sharon Jones. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we just got on to my show, uh, which was a bit of a sauna today, and um, I know I know that you were interested in maybe the topic, um, so you're someone that doesn't have children. Um, no. I'm, I'm sort of in the same boat as you as well, where I feel like I have to make that decision pretty soon. Okay, you do feel that. Yeah. yeah so you feel yeah. the pressure. Yeah, well, I'm 40 next month. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So because I know, because I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to 40. I only don't disclose my age in the show, which is ironic because I disclose so much other stuff, but I'm, I'm getting closer to 40. But um, yeah, it's also because I'm an actor and I, I like to keep that, that I'm, that I'm younger. But um, okay, but there's, yeah, there's pressure approaching yeah. 40 for sure. Even though I think nowadays I know women that are having kids at 40. So for That's you, true. yeah. So are you someone that always wanted to have kids? Oh, not at all. No. Um, it was interesting in your show when you said you never thought you'd get married, you never thought you'd have children. Mm-hmm. That was me, I've always been quite a free spirit. Um, I was such a party animal. I think I just started to grow up in the past five years. So, no, I'd, I never really pictured okay. myself as either a wife or a mother. Mm-hmm. It never seemed like something I'd want to do. Okay, no, we have that in common, you know, because, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was always like a sort of a wild child as well. And then, um, my other show, which I did, was all about marrying. I was all about a woman yes, who married. Yeah, I spoke to Naz about that. Yeah, yeah. So the irony is, after years of doing that show, I ended up getting married. You know. So I think my parents were hoping for this show about doing a show, not wanting, not knowing if I wanted children. My dad's like, oh, maybe after this run, you'll actually get pregnant. You know, because they're still hoping for that. But, um, so do you have a lot of friends that um, have children? Um, yes, I do. Um, also, my sister has, she has, her kids have quite an age gap. So her eldest is 17 and her youngest wow. is six. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that's a huge age gap. So I, and I was there for the eldest niece quite a lot when she was little. And I just absolutely fell in love with her. Yeah. When she was born, <laughs> I then started thinking maybe I could do this. Like, I can see why people have children. Yeah. Because I felt this bond with this tiny little being. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now she's 17 and we still are very close. You're very close so that's yeah. lovely. Um, it's just such a life changer. It's a yeah. massive, massive life changer. Mm-hmm. And when you said about your friends on the show, um, sort of singing that song yeah. to her baby, and I totally relate to that. Okay. One of my close friends got married 10 years ago and uh, she's got two little boys, gorgeous little boys. But it was such a shock to her relationship when she first met Daniel. And Daniel was the cutest little baby. But you couldn't even have a conversation properly. Like, I think a lot of parents do this. They learn this new way of having a conversation. So you have this stop-start thing going on where you're, you're focusing on the child a lot, so you're giving the child attention. You're always having like a three-way conversation yes, between you, the parent, and the child. And I used to really resent that in the beginning because we used to go out drinking together, okay. we used to go out for cocktails, see shows, and we just lived it up. It was great. Okay. And then she got married, and she just seemed to 
turn into this whole entire other person. Okay. Um, which I just didn't recognize. <laughs> no, that, that is hard. I think it does really change tough. the relationships between women. I have, I have a lot of friends where that happened as well, you know? And, uh, and I, I like what you're saying about how it becomes this three-way conversation. Like, imagine we were doing this right now, and I also had a toddler oh, yeah. with me, right? I'd have to keep changing yeah. my focus every few seconds. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, and how do your friends, would you say, how do your friends treat you that the fact that you don't have kids yet? I think... When some of my friends, when their kids were little, there was very much this sort of, oh, you should do this, it's the greatest thing, being a mother is just fantastic. And they have a lot of pride in the fact that their lives have changed so drastically. So, like you said in your show as well, you know, oh, you're having a drink on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh my God, you know, um, your lifestyle does completely change. Um, and I think there was a little bit of envy that I still had the freedom I think once the first flurry of, you know, joy over having this baby, maybe by the time they got to a year or, or two, and then the mother's starting to feel like, well, hang on, what's happened to my identity? I want to be doing these things that you're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and they would often comment that I get up to so much and, and do right. all these different things. Um, but then a part of me was, at that point, quite envious of them because they had this, like, settled family life, they had this lovely home to go back to, they had their, their partner or whatever. So then I thought, well, am I missing out? Um, right, because it's, it's just two different complete Two right? Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you know anyone that's doing it, like, that is a mom Are you guys or a parent, and um, also still sort of having kind of a lifestyle that you admire? Like, like still being able to go out the odd time. So I, th I think that takes a lot of like, either you have a nanny <laughs> oh or, goodness. you know. Or you have a lot of supportive family. Yeah, or you have a lot you. of money, right? But, yeah. Yeah. Not really. Most most of the friends I have who have children have moved out of the city, yeah. out of the city centre, um, because they want a quieter place to bring up their kids. They want a house in the garden, the whole stereotypical mm -hmm. kind of let's move to the suburbs. Okay. Which is actually my idea of hell. Okay, so we, we have so much in common. <laughs> that is, yeah, I so wouldn't want to do that either. Even if I had a baby, I'd still want to stay within very easy reach of the city centre. I'd want that child to be part of the culture, to, to, to be part of it somehow. Yeah. And I'm in the arts as well, so I write, and it's kind of, my career's just, I'm just really taking it seriously now. Yeah. And I, do, I don't want to sacrifice that. Okay. So I want you, to do both. Yeah, so do you feel like career, because, you know, and I mentioned that too, is career sort of something um, that you don't want to sacrifice? Like now you're sort of on a roll, so is that, one of, your, is that one of your fears of having children, you would say, of, of how that would alter your career? Um, I think I've spent such a long time thinking about this um, and I, I almost started um, going through the whole process last year and then I thought I'd, I'd hold off because I was finishing my degree and stuff and then I'm thinking about doing a master's and I think, oh, but I'm getting older, I should just have a baby first, I can do a master's anytime. Okay. I'm doing a master's with a baby. That would be interesting. Sounds People like a, do it. Yeah. No, I know. There is somebody I know. Like she's not really. She's like a friend of a friend. Yeah. And she's done a second degree with Open Uni. She's done a master's, and she's got she's got three children, and she's got two little ones very close in age. 
and she's just amazing. Okay. Um, That's amazing. Like, I admire women, you know, because sometimes just being on my own, I can't yeah. get it together, you know? And then these women that I, oh, well, they still have a career, and they have kids, like, it is possible, and they're doing a master's, like, it is possible, but I don't know what that, you know? I guess you have to so, learn how to juggle that all. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent, no, because no, you asked no. if that was a fear. I'm really good at going off on tangents. No, you, you talk freely, so, yes. Feel free to rein me back in a bit, it's fine. Um, I know we have a little audience. It's quite nice. I know it is nice. I know. I almost feel like we're on a chat show. It's and I've always I'm, wanted a chat show. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start that next. Um, and, and with the cappuccino um, being made in the background, which I can hear. That's fantastic. Yeah, 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 that's okay. It adds uh, ambiance for those of the, everyone listening. It's church reality. Yes. Reality podcast. Yes. Um, okay. So um, I don't think it's so much. It was a fear. And then I thought, you know, it's like anything in life, you just have to be determined. And for me, I think you have, well, what I think is I need to find my way of doing it. So my idea of motherhood is not going to be what my, my own mum's was or her experience or her generation. It's not going to be my friends with the two little boys. Yeah. Although I do know somebody, we're kind of in touch, and I won't say any names, um, but, but her acting career has just really taken off, and she's somebody I really admire. And she's got a little one, and she went back to uni after having wow. her little girl. She's got a very, very supportive husband, who's also in the arts. Oh, wow. And okay. they just manage it, they do it, so it is possible. Okay, I think that's the key. I think, you know, we don't know how to manage it because we don't, we're not in that situation. Yeah. But I assume, it's like, if that happens, it can be done, right? Yeah. Um, if you're determined, if you want yeah. it enough, I think you'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. But are you, would you say you're someone that's still, like, a little bit on the fence? Like, like or are you kind of open? Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't... But you're sort of getting on with your life and not worrying about it because I, I kind of make that point in my show but the real reality is I mean I have to ultimately make the decision but I'm also kind of open to just seeing what will happen yeah, you yeah. know there's such a lot to be said for having your freedom yeah there okay. really is no and I agree and that's like and I think um, you may agree with this as well is that because we're we're older we're not old but we're older <laughs> um, you know because we're, we're very close to the same age that we've gone our whole lives without having children yeah. and having our freedom so to make that shift later in life you know as I talked about my mom at 25 didn't know the difference right yeah um, I mean, it's expected it's, yeah, what, it's yeah. what we did but I'm sometimes envious I had a friend in high school who had a baby at 20 one, you know, so now her daughter is grown up and she has her life back, you know, but I don't know if I want to be someone just going into it in my 40s and then, even though know, I've lived a good life, I was someone, you know, yeah. like, but, but it doesn't mean your life's over. You it know? doesn't. I know, I know, but that's what I, I know. That's, isn't that that's terrible? how I used to feel when I used to think about it. And it doesn't mean your life's over, it's just different. It's like a different turn. I think too, having children could be very enriching, especially as a creative person. And I think that you've got so much to share with your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, because I think that's what people like. You know, you have lots of writing that you could share with your child, or I would maybe create different art if I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't absolutely. There, you know? I think the inspiration um, changes. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know women right now that are? you know, in the Fringe or in the festival, um, you mentioned a few, your friend that's an actress or whatever, but do you know a lot of women that are sort of doing a show here at the Fringe and also have a child? Um, no. No. I know one of my, I think, I, she wouldn't mind if I call her a friend, she has friends, we don't see each other very often. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's in the Fringe, she's a fantastic performer, amazing, very, very, very gifted. Um, 
she doesn't have children, but she is thinking of having children. Mm. So she's sort of having the same questions okay. about my career. Oh, okay. How's this? You know, how's that going to work? There's, there's just so much to think about. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know. Okay, because I was curious, I I was curious about that, so you'll have to fill yeah. me in after who this is. Because, you know, because for me too, uh, the irony is, you know, when I was talking to my husband about, like, I really want to come back to Edinburgh, and then, you know, I was on the fence, and then... We, we also made a joke at one point, oh, maybe I should go pregnant. Like, if I, you know, but then it was also like, why would you want to do that? Why do you want to go to Edinburgh, like, and then not be able to, like, have a good time, yeah, you know? So that's why I, I just mentioned of the pressure. I won't, I won't ruin the show if someone hasn't seen it, but um, if I decide to have a child in the next year, like, then the reality is I wouldn't come back here next summer. You know, yeah, like, but then that would only be one summer. Yes. There, I mean, the fringe is a cool you know, but then I also think like, oh, it would just be a different experience, or then would I want to be away from my child, or could he come, or like, you know, and I, yeah. or could we? It would be great to have loads of money and bring a nanny, and I want to be able to go do my show. But. I think that's yeah, that's a really tough one yeah. because you might have to. So I see that you're pretty much in, you're here for the whole thing, yeah, are you? Yeah. So I'm in it. it might even mean a compromise, right? Like, so one week or two weeks. Yeah, one or two yeah. weeks. Or flying with my baby, you know, that could draw, you know. That would really draw people <laughs> Drop I know, people in. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what, without, you know, if you want to open up, what's your situation now? Like, you live in the city centre. Yeah. And, and do you have a partner? I do, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. And, I'm not going to say too much about her because she's quite a private person. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything, uh, is she interested in children? She is. Yeah. She loves kids. She, okay. I mean, she's fantastic with them. Okay. Um, quite a few people we know have recently had babies. Yeah. It is lovely when you go around and, and you, you know, there's it's something just so precious about a baby. It's this brand new life, you know, and it's, it's exciting. And... I do get very maternal when I okay. hold a baby. I mean, it's, oh, you do? it's like okay. this massive hormonal rush. Huh. So I usually come away from the latest baby saying, I definitely want one. Like, I need to go and sort this right. out. <laughs> and, and then the last thing I'll just ask is, like, is this something you two talk about? Or is it sort of like uh, you kind of don't dwell on it? Like, like the odd time you might have a conversation about it. Or, you're, again, you're just going through life and not... No, we, t- we do talk yeah, about right. it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm quite keen to get things started. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I also had some issues with endometriosis oh, you did? in the past. Oh, yeah. okay. So I've got like one ovary, which I'm told is fine. It works, oh, wow. does the same okay. job as two, which is yeah. miraculous actually. Um, but I'm bound to have some kind of fertility challenge. Okay. So I want to start getting those tests done as soon as possible, just to find out. Okay, because I, then I, this is great because I wanted to ask you because. I guess it's true. Like I've always just had in my head that I can't have children. Like yeah. that—that's a horrible thought. But just the way I've gone through life and all these doctors sort of telling me these terrible things. And I know women who have had endo or other fertility issues yeah. that still have a child. But I am kind of at the point where I want to know if I'm able to or yes, not. And that's the only exactly way, where I am. Right? Yeah. So that's yeah. so. I don't know if you're like this. Like, do you actually want to get the test just to kind of clear your mind if you can or not? Because then the answer is for you, right? Like, if a doctor said to you, actually, you're not able yes. to, you can, right? That's where I'm at. Yeah, but then, this is why I love your show. I just relate to so much in it. It's just incredible. No, thank you. Because but yes. but because I just want to tell you this story that with my director, my director had said, maybe you should go and get tested to see if you can, because I think that would, like, alleviate yeah. a lot of pressure. But then... 
I was talking to my gynae who said, <laughs> the only way you can get tested, if you start for a child, if you start trying for a child and then you can't, then we'll start doing the test. But I can't walk into a doctor and go, can you test if I can have kids or not? They'd be like, uh, no, how? you can if you go privately. Okay. Because there are so many things I, yeah. they can do. Because um, I'm going to do it through a clinic. Okay. It sounds Obviously like, we're, we, have, like we, yeah, we have so. the same life. Like we've got a lot of the same. It's funny because I spent a lot of my time in the past when I was pretending to be straight. Um. <laughs> oh, is that that's for another time? Was that a long a lot? <laughs> that was a long time. Okay. Well, I I kind of relate to that thing of oh no my period's late shit, you know, um, and then I'm on the other side of it now and actually. I'll have to go through such a lot to mm -hmm. to have a child. Like it's, it's something you do have to really, really want to, yeah. in order to make it happen. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I've no, gone totally a, off no, but, but, I did, but, but some people, like for some people, it, they they don't go and face these challenges that you and I face. Like we worry about yeah. can we? We worry about do we want to change our lifestyle? Yeah. Whereas I've met a lot of people or women who have come to the show and just. They're a little bit, little bit like, oh, I knew my whole life, like, yeah. and I kind of am a little bit envious of those people that knew yeah. their whole life, right? Yeah. It's like someone knowing what they wanted to do. I always know, I always knew I wanted to be performing and an actor, but you know, there's people at, in thirty at thirty years old that still don't know what they want to do. Yeah, right. So I think that's a challenge, and I think that's one of the reasons I want to do this show because not everyone has it that easy like for a lot of That's us so you true. know it's it's flip-floppy all the time it is actually yeah. it is. i mean i think i would really like to know if it's an option okay so yeah so you are going to have that done like you yes that you, that is a decision yeah. you've made yeah yeah you, you can have your um fallopian tubes looked at you can have your egg reserves looked at you can have all of that okay. stuff tested and well analyzed <laughs> have you actually gone as far as like making an appointment or doing this i've or got my first consultation you, next really? month yeah. Oh, wow. I wish we could almost do like another episode after this. Up. Oh wow. Okay. No, but you're you're far ahead of me, you know, because I haven't done that. So I'm even that you're doing that. That's like a step forward. Yeah, I think, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because I'm like you. It's been on my mind for such a long time, mm -hmm. and I feel like if I don't find out, and then. I don't know, like, what if it doesn't happen? Like, I need to sort of know what are the odds of it happening. Yeah. Is it a possibility for me? And if it's not, I'll deal with that and I'll sort of rejig. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like my future has to have children in it. But I don't like the idea that that option can be taken away. Wow. Okay, I really relate to that. Yeah. And is another option available? Like, are you interested in adoption? Definitely. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I would definitely adopt. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's amazing. In a way as well, I mean, I've kind of always wanted to adopt. I always sort of, I did see myself at some point, much, much later on in life, perhaps being a foster mum or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would definitely consider adoption. No, because I'm, I'm passionate about that too, because I just think there are so many children oh, that so need, kids, yeah. need homes, Absolutely. you know, and I'm, there are too many people in this world, so that's another yeah. thought, you know? Oh, the oh, yeah. <laughs> when you said about the environment, right. I thought, wow, that's really hard hitting. But it's true. Yeah. It's actually true. Yeah. You know? um, I also wanted to ask, do you feel there's a cutoff point? Like, do you feel there's a point where it's like, oh, it's too late to have a child, or that doesn't bother you? Because, I, I, again, I know a lot of women, I, I have a friend here, and she's early 40s, and she just had a baby, you know, and that is happening, and it's, it's a great story, you know? Do you feel like that? Like, are you giving yourself a deadline, or you don't believe in that? <laughs> no, you know, because I, that's another thing. That's such thing, a good question, um, and it's a tricky one, because mm -hmm. I, I do sort of have a deadline, mm -hmm. 
that doesn't necessarily mean I think all women should have a deadline. And I would never judge somebody for having a baby at 42, 44, mm -hmm. 46, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I think I want to be in the best health possible. Um, so probably 42 would be 42, high. okay. Yeah, yep, so, so I'm really running out of time. <laughs> Okay, we, we, we both are. And, and have you decided, should everything be okay with your health, it would be you carrying the child yeah, versus definitely. your partner? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she would. No, she, she doesn't. Yeah. Okay, and do you have, are you, does pregnancy or giving birth freak you out or no? Oh, I think anyone that says it doesn't freak you out must yeah. be huge liars. I mean... It's such a bizarre. One of my friends, one of my close friends, uh, likens it to you know Alien when the <laughs> alien bursts out the stomach. That's her idea of giving birth. Yeah, um, and I, she never wants children, and she's always always had that stance. Yeah, it's never changed. Okay, because yeah. she she's freaked out by that. She just feels like she doesn't. <laughs> this is really controversial. <laughs> But her view, her view of it, a baby is like you've got this parasite living inside you and then it's like agony getting rid of it wow. and, and then you're stuck with it basically forever. So why would you? Oh, wow. <laughs> that, yeah, that is, but that she's is actually fair. amazing with children and she does like children. She just doesn't like the idea that physically she would have to put her body through I'm so like much. That. I'm, I'm like that too. Like, it, you know, or some women I know love being pregnant or yeah, or they don't think about that at all. Like, they're just like, okay, now I'm going to go have a baby. Whereas I, I, I just, you know, probably because I'm, again, I'm older and I've had too much time to... to and you've seen other people go through it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then watching a birth is not as terrific. I was there for the birth of my youngest niece. Oh, and it was actually oh. the most beautiful experience. Okay. I mean, I was really dreading it, to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm oh. the most squeamish person. You are. Okay. I thought I'd be on the floor, passed out after about an hour. But um, That's amazing you got to experience I, I haven't. I've never been in the room, actually. That took away my fear of childbirth, actually. Yeah? It's not. Huh. And my sister, she didn't have the easiest labor, but it wasn't horrific. You know? And oh. she was, yeah. I, just, I never thought of that, that yeah. I should actually maybe go and watch one. Yeah. You, know, so I, you, know. you should watch one born every minute. Do you get that in Canada? Yeah. Um, it's a program. Hi. No. You have to look yeah. it up. You'll find it on YouTube. Yeah? Or, um, online. It's, and it's just BBC. I, is it BBC? Yeah. I'm going to watch it. One born every minute? I can't remember which channel it's on. Okay. But look it up and try and catch it while you're here. Okay. And that's it's on like, all the time. is it just watching? <laughs> is it just watching? It's watching these women um, oh. in labour. Oh. It's fascinating and it's also... Sounds fascinating, but it's, also it's kind of terrifying. Amazing. Some of it will scare you. Yeah, some of it's a bit scary, but I always feel like it's better to know what you might be up against. But but I heard this like here in the prenatal classes or whatever, like new parents going to those classes. I hear they tell you the most horrific information, <laughs> but just to prepare you. But yeah. I can't, there's no turning back at that point, so I don't want to. You know, I'm kind of with two minds. Like I don't want to know about that, but I guess it's a reality that any of that can happen. But. For me, I just I'd want to be as informed as possible so that yeah, I'm able to make decisions mm -hmm. at that time because you still want to have as much control as you can, or maybe that's just me. But you want I would want to have a say in how my child comes into the world and how I'm treated. And yeah, I heard a story recently of somebody who had music playing during the birth oh. and it was all very chill. Enya, <laughs> just play. It wasn't Enya actually. Okay. But I really love that idea. Yeah. Why not make it a special thing? I think the idea of giving birth in a hospital 
I think so. I hate hospitals. So they're very, very clinical. We yeah. smell. I don't know anyone young. that likes them, but yeah. So, so you would want to have a home birth? Well, no, because then I'm scared what if there are complications, yeah. you see. But then I would love to have my baby somewhere um, that they allow you to sort of maybe decorate the room a little bit, have some nice music on, have the lighting a bit lower when, it's, yeah. when you can, <laughs> and just make it as calming and as natural an experience as it can be. No, that sounds fun. That sort of but I guess you could maybe decorate the hospital room like that, you I know? Was, I was so tick on the day before. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it, yeah, but yeah. it is it is so it is so clinical, so it would be hard to do that. But, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I know, I think a home birth, the thought of it is lovely, but yeah. but it's also it's terrifying because yeah, if something goes wrong or you know, you want to. Although again, this makes me sound like I know hundreds and hundreds of mothers, but I don't. But a really close friend of mine, she had three of her children at home. She had three of her four children she mm. had at home. Um, and she totally recommends that over a hospital work. Okay, with a, she had a, like a doula there? Or she had a midwife. A yeah. midwife, yeah. Okay. And that's all. Is that, <laughs> is that popular here? Like, like I don't know, I don't know. I'd be interested, like... Canada versus like Scotland, like what, how many people are going to the hospital or home birth? Like I don't know. I think, I think unfortunately, I don't think it's that popular, yeah. that common. But I get the impression that women are discouraged from sort of doing things that way. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the other thing I'm I'm hearing about again, also that I know a thousand mothers, <laughs> but um, I find that I rarely heard recently about natural birth mm. like I constantly hear about cesarean which yeah. again terrifies me I don't want to know just yeah, the thought I'm of the that same, yeah. it just yeah. oh god um, <laughs> and a lot of women have told me oh it's not that bad or, or my friend that I mentioned here that just had a baby I mean she has no problem with that she's like oh I prefer it which I find interesting but, but the recovery I'm, period is quite long yeah, yeah so, and, and you need quite a lot of assistance yeah but I, I don't, on how you heal yeah because I, I just don't know if they rush like you know I think I think in Canada often it happens because they just don't have the hospital beds or whatever like yeah. we're just kind of rushing women through so I don't know if that's the same here um, like from I your think, friends I think what they t- one of my friends uh, the one with the two boys she's had two c-sections mm-hmm. um, and, and she's not that she wouldn't have chosen that it was kind of like it just came down to the wire and for the baby's health and for her health they had to do a c-section and we don't really talk about it because it was quite traumatic yeah and two of them two of them yeah Yeah. she really didn't want a c-section for the the second birth but she she kind of knew it was probably going that way most importantly you want the the child to come out that's true absolutely yeah I, i imagine again if i had a baby and it came down to that i would I you would. would. So you probably do absolutely anything yeah, to get for the, the safety the of your yeah. child. But yeah. isn't it funny? Just the thought of it makes me like it makes me ill. Like even right now, I'm just like, <laughs> I know oh. the same. <laughs> uh, I know. Look at us, two women who clearly are terrified of childbirth. <laughs> uh, you know, there's like moms out there right now going, oh, it's no problem. You know? What I find funny is that um, with some of the tests, I know that one of them might be painful. And I was speaking to someone about this the other day. And I said, oh yeah, I'm not sure about this test. And then it dawned on me, hang on, this is going to be nothing compared to childbirth. Why am I worried about this test? And what's painful? Is it like a needle or something, do you know, or Um, what they do? It's kind of like, you know when you have a cervical smear test? Mm. I don't know if you call them that. A pap smear. A pap smear, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
um, apparently this it's called a haikose and it's the one to check your fallopian tubes and they it's, oh. it's kind of like a prolonged smear test oh. with an x-ray oh. prolonged oh, yeah exactly <laughs> oh you know if it's one minute it's painful and uncomfortable oh. yeah okay but you're right you know you're, if you're complaining about that already then what are you Perhaps gonna be not. like yeah yeah, that's cool. Um, and in your family, are they supportive of either choice that you're going oh, to yeah, make? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, we've got quite people have procreated in my family, so okay. I'm not under any pressure at all. And is, uh, do you ever feel do you ever feel judged or anything because, like, for example, right now people say, "Oh, do you have children?" and you say, "No, I don't." Do you ever feel judged or people question? Like, do you get asked that a lot? Like, why not? Or are you gonna have kids? Do you do you feel that? I think, to be honest, it's a lot easier being a gay woman because mm -hmm. there's not that expectation. You don't get that as often, no? Okay. It's almost like people forget that it's still possible. You know, oh. of course there are gay families. Um, I think before I came out, yeah, I got that question thrown at me a lot, along with the, when are you going to settle down and get married? And, you know, you can't go on like this forever. Wow. I remember that sort of in my late 20s. And I think, yes, I can. If I want to go on like this forever, I can. Nobody can stop me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't feel, I just didn't feel under that sort of okay. um, social pressure. I refused, actually, to feel under pressure. Yeah. Okay, so you don't. You don't feel that now so much, like, and you don't worry about it. No, because I think I've got quite a lot of friends as well who've chosen not to have children mm -hmm. for one reason or another, and I completely respect them. And I think I don't know, maybe that gives me a bit more confidence mm -hmm. in saying that I don't have children, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel like I'm a selfish person because mm -hmm. I'm not a baby. Well, that's a whole other can of worms, yeah. right? About like, are you selfish for having a child or not? Exactly. A child? Yeah. Um, do you know any women that have? now regret the fact that they haven't had kids like like do you know any older women mm, that's a good one i don't know anyone personally because okay. i just i this happened right before my show today i met a an older woman and i was telling her about my show and then she was very open with me i would say she was almost 70 i'd say she, yeah and she said oh you must have children and i said okay and she was like you will regret it your whole life if you don't she's like I never had kids and I regret it every day and I, I've never heard someone come you know come clean to me like that and then I thought okay and then I was explaining about the show and I'm like but there are women who've chosen not to and she's like oh I guess so about that a different generation as well so she couldn't comprehend that but I said I also have a lot of friends that have chosen not to have children and they're okay with it. And this woman's like, well, then they're lying to you. And I found, yeah, this woman was like, think that's it was, true. I know. And I just thought, oh, that's why this woman needs to see this because she's still of the mind. Like, I, I felt it, it was very sad that she was openly admitting how much she regretted the fact to not have kids. Because I think that's the hardest thing. Like, if you, you know, if you and I meet in 10 years and we both decided not to have children, then we do this again and cry we'll about having cocktails. <laughs> exactly. We'll be okay, right? Or maybe we'll be like, oh, we should have oh, done it. Then our kids would be about eight, so yeah. they could look after themselves. Yeah. In which case, we'd still go off and have cocktails. Yeah. But ultimately, it's like, it's anyone's choice. And I, there are people that have chosen not to. But I just found that, that conversation with that woman was fascinating, you know? It's, it's, such, a, it's such a huge, contentious issue. And it does annoy me that men are hardly ever asked that question. Yeah. yeah. Hardly okay. ever. Nobody seems to. Also, this idea that a man, you would never say to a man, even now in the 21st century, you wouldn't say, 
But how are you going to manage your career if you have a child? Who's going to look after your baby? How, you know, whereas women are still the main caregivers. Mm-hmm. Which is something that just drives me up the wall. Oh, I feel because the same way, yeah. you have a joint, you both bring this child, unless you opt to do it on your own, fair enough. Which again is fine, I almost did that um, myself. It's very admirable, yeah. But you both have responsibility for this child, so why on earth is it just down to the woman? Mm-hmm. Why should you put everything on hold? I mean, okay, you kind of do to, you know, during pregnancy yeah. at some points, yeah. and obviously when the baby's very little, they, they, do, very, they do need you. Mm-hmm. But after a certain point, it's, it's it should be completely equal responsibility. Yeah, 50/50. I, Absolutely, I agree. And also, I was talking to someone. I find this interesting because, as you know, you know, can I still tour or do my show if I had a baby? But and and my husband isn't a performer. But often in a uh, partnership where it's two artists, it's often the man that gets to continue touring. Like I see that as well. The man keeps you. You know, yeah. there's a lot of couples I know where the man is still doing the show and the woman is kind of going on That's the road. so unfair. I know. But do you know couples like that? Like, I do, actually. Oh, okay. I do. Okay. I find often, again, it's just the woman has to step back. And I find that, yeah, unfair as well. That's so unfair. I mean, I think for me personally it would be easier because, you know, I'm writing. So I wouldn't have to turn mm-hmm. all that often. You know, because, yeah, you can work. So I'll be able to work around that, I reckon. As your, as your partner in the arts? or No, no, no. no okay. Okay, and do, and have you ever felt discrimination of the thought that if people say, "Oh, you're two women and you want to have you're gonna have a child," have you ever? Uh, not directly. No, okay. no one's ever so said anything to me. But if they did, I think I'd just ignore it. <laughs> I just like go and educate yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else? So, like anything else you? Want to say on this uh, on this topic or any other final thoughts? So you're just gonna sort of you're gonna have your testing done. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, that's exciting. And then I guess from there is kind of the decision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess yeah I just that's true. Like, yeah. Sorry. No, I just want no. I just I just got excited for a minute. I just want to <laughs> say like let's say you have the testing and everything looks good and they say uh-huh. yes, Sharon, you can totally. You're healthy. You can have a baby. Mm-hmm. Then do you know if you have decided yet or not? Or are you gonna wait to find out? Um, this is like a cliffhanger. It is a bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if everything was okay and you know I'm healthy and they say yeah you can just there green light on you go. I would be looking to try and get pregnant next year. So probably I'd have to try and fit it in with yeah. time it nicely. Yeah, so running to shows, pregnant, and writing reviews from home and being exhausted. I don't think I would do that during pregnancy, no. actually. Okay. I think I would, like you, I might not do the fringe next year if I was pregnant. If, yeah, if I was pregnant this time next year. I don't think I would do French. Okay. It would depend on where I was in my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But I would I think I'd be really conscious of the effects of stress and also I mean last night was the first time I had a proper dinner since Thursday. <laughs> so the rest of the time it's been like that's what the fringe crisps is. and muffins. You and had a vegetable last night, right? I did. I had yeah. salad. Isn't it oh amazing? God, yes. when you have, your body's just like soaking it up. That's yes, that is what the fringe and I is. I had one coffee. Oh. <laughs> it's <okay>. amazing. <laughs> I've only had two today, which is pretty good, but... Um, yeah, keeps you going. Yeah, okay, I know, and you, you can't live off crisp when you're pregnant, right? You know you really you have to. Well, you can't really anyway, yeah. it's not healthy, but um, I think I'd be a lot more conscious. Yeah. I think I'm one of these people that if I do something, I want to do it really well. Mm-hmm. 
so I'd want to be a really good Molly from the beginning. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to leave it there because that's kind of exciting. Like I said, it almost feels like there's a follow-up. So, um, yeah, this has just been great. And then we should almost like check in in a, a year. Do you know we really should actually? Yeah, we should, you know, yeah. see see where we are, yeah. and uh, maybe we're both not pregnant. Oh my goodness! That would be fascinating. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah I'd love to do that. Okay. Well, thank you. This was really interesting, and then hearing your perspective, and also it's nice to chat with someone who has like a lot of similar thoughts that I have and, and feelings. It you feels know? like we're on the same page, yeah, totally. and it's so refreshing to meet somebody else mm-hmm. at the same stage with the same thoughts. Yeah. It's just mad you're a performer on the fringe. I feel like I've known you for ages. Yeah, no, <laughs> this has been wonderful. Just so lovely. Um, so yeah, I want to thank you again. This has been Sharon Jones from the Scots Gay. We're chatting here, I want to say live in Edinburgh at the uh, Festival Theatre Cafe. Um, I apologize for the noise of the cappuccino maker in the back, but it's part of the environment. In the fringe, you're always running. And um, I've been your host, Christopher Tilsey. Thanks for listening. That's been our podcast, All Kidding Aside. I've been your host, Crystal Bartelzi. And if you like what you're listening to, why not go on iTunes and subscribe? And you can even leave us a review. Five stars would be amazing. And if you want to get in touch with us with any comments or questions, you can reach us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.